G'day guys, Jay here with another episode of Pesty Profiles, the podcast where we put the spotlight on the best in the pest business. And joining me once again as my co-host, not only the president of the Professional Women in Australian Pest Management, but also my dynamic wife, the Nikki Turner. How are you, darling? <laughs> I'm good. Dynamic. I like that one. We're getting... Dynamic, that's what you said, wasn't it? Yeah, dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. I understood that one. I didn't understand on the last podcast what I was, but that's good. I told you every episode I'm going to come up with a new word that I think describes you perfectly. Dynamic, yep, I like it. And I like our next guests, actually, because they they actually remind me a little bit of us. So yes. I think, yeah, let, let's... A let's. dynamic duo. They are. Dynamic, do you like that? I do. I threw the word in there. I love it. Cool. Uh, so joining us both today as our pest profile leads, we've got Colin and Jody Yuri from Drop Their Pest Control in based in Sydney, New South Wales. How are you guys? Hey, guys. How are you hey. going? Hey, guys. It's good. How are you, Nikki? It, I'm good. It, I'm a bit excited to have you on. So um, I've been doing a bit of stalking on you guys, and I think I've had a few conversations with Jody over the years. So um, yeah, it, it's going to be fun. I think it is. Uh, you know what I'm going to actually like about this podcast is that neither of them have actually listened to any of our podcasts. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're going to have fun with them. So they're going to be podcast yeah. versions. Yeah. 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 Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, they, so they literally got no idea how this is going to pan out. So it's good. I think it's good. It's, a, it's yeah. going to be a new, fresh approach because most people have sort of listened to a podcast and sort of, I guess, rehearsed it, so to speak. But this is going to be fresh. We've got no yeah. idea. No yeah, idea. This is, this we'll, is raw. We'll be kind. <laughs> we will be yeah. kind, I promise. Yeah. Um, Thank you. So, all right, guys. Um, Give us a bit of a background, a bit of a story. How did you actually get into the actual industry? Who started first? Uh, how did Drop Dead Pest Control all come about? Okay. Um, so it really started when I was in a different industry, which was real estate. And um, in real estate, obviously, you do – like you've you got a pest controller as a contractor working, doing some work for you and, and doing um, pre-purchase inspections. So I met a guy through my real estate days and um, – over the years that he did work for me, I actually started to um, like what he was doing more than what I was doing. Oh, um, sorry, Colin. I've actually heard this, this story a few times, actually, similar stories where um, – because I know – because I do training, obviously. I've had quite a few yeah. trainees come through and normally ask, you know, what's your background, what have you done? And they oh, real estate. And um, they said, oh, the guy that was doing our real estate, I just thought I was a really good lurk and, yeah, I want to get into it. Mm. It's a common thing. Yeah. It is. It is. So it was actually um, – it was more the like the, the insects and everything that really interested me. So selling a house and, yeah, and, and these little termite things were, um, were undoing sales for me. I wanted to know more <laughs> about them. So, um, yeah, and the guy that I had um, that was doing my work was a really cool guy. He was really laid back. He, he was such a nice guy. He used to talk to my customers, you know, and explain things to them. And um, – and then to the point where he'd bring me a pair of overalls, I'd crawl under a house with him. He'd show me what was going on and what had to happen. And, um, and a real estate agent in overalls, I've got to see that. Mm, mm. So I'm a tradie. So I'm a tradie before a real estate agent, and okay. then um, and then pulled a suit on. So um, I was sort of going back to my tradie days. So um, yeah, and that's how it, that's how it really started. It, it, it started by um, my pre-purchase guy getting me interested in termites and. Um, and then, you know, and it was – we went away from it for a while, so um, sold the business and then got into another corporate job and, um, yeah, and then sort of got to a point where we um, we decided – or I decided that it was time for me to leave that corporate job, which was Mercedes-Benz, and Jody goes, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I'm going to become a pest controller. <laughs> um, 
So I actually had... know how you were feeling, Jody, because um, I went through a similar <laughs> similar yeah. experience. So she had no idea where she fitted into that plan. Um, however, um, Jody is as big a part of the business and has been from day one as um, as I was. So yeah, no, it, it's and it just evolved from from basically that point. So what year was that? Um, that would have been 2008. 2008. And you literally started from scratch? Literally started from scratch. So I actually um, resigned from my job. I was in a taxi coming home. I told Jody that I was in the taxi coming home, which we used to joke about a bit. And I said, no, no, I'm serious this time. I'm in a taxi coming home. <laughs> um, so I don't have a job anymore and I've resigned. And, um, and we're doing it. And we're doing it. I, I, so... Prior to that, I, I had done my life. Uh, sorry, I had done my TAFE course, my okay. O10 yep. um, TAFE course, um, and yeah, and then we we started from there. So, um, so it was then, always a sort of a plan or a goal. So, you, while you were working at Mercedes Benz, you did your training and your qualifications, just in the off chance that you were going to mm-hmm. get into pest control, but no, nothing was in concrete as such. But you just wanted to do it. Um, you know what? Um, not really, not really. Um, it sort of just came about, I was having a chat to a, um, I used to work in the Eastern suburbs. So, um, we had a few high profile people walk in through the door and, and that was in 07. And the guy said to me, you know what, you'll be lucky to sell a car next year. And then he was explaining the GFC to me. So I went, okay, wow. And he he sort of scared me enough to go well and I had a five sort of a five year plan anyway yeah. and um and then I went you know what I think it's all gonna it's about to you know take place so um yeah I got we basically in the taxi coming home I said to Jody I'm done um I didn't do I didn't start the course um till after that conversation I had with the gentleman and okay. um yeah, and then and then from there, obviously, I needed experience. So um, we tried to put. I wasn't didn't want to be one of those guys to go out and just start a business with no experience. So ended up going working for um, Ponderosa, which were in Richmond. Okay, and um, great people. So Paul and Lorraine at the time. Yep. Um, I actually didn't take any weight. Like I didn't get paid. I just did it for experience. And and I said, look, we're not going to be a threat to you guys. We're on the other side of New, uh, sorry Sydney. So it was never going to be a situation we were going to, you know, really bump into each other too much. Yep. And um, they were happy to um, give me the experience I needed and, you know, they were great people. And the good thing was, um, um, so at the time, you know, we went to um, a, a trade show and I think out of like there was a lot of people there, say so 200 people, there was probably about three women in the room mm-hmm. and Lorraine and Jody were one of the, the two women, the three women, so they sort of hit it off as well and, and then from there we explained our situation to them and they were more than happy to give me a, a, as much info, uh, sorry, no, training and sign me off what I needed to do and, yep. yeah, it started from there. Cool. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, so you, you've gone and started Drop Dead Pest Control. Um, yep. So that was around about that same year. Well, it was yep. 2008. Where did the name come from, Jodie? Uh, well, Colin said we've got to come up with a name and we had a bit of a think about it and I thought, well, what is it that people want? And I thought, well, they want things to drop dead, you know, so it's a no-brainer to me to say drop dead pest control, you know. And um, 
I remember ringing Colin. I was in the car and I told him what I thought. And he said, no, no, people won't take us seriously. You know, we want to make a serious business. And, you know, we sort of had a bit of a think about it. And it just sort of kind of made sense. And we just thought, well, you know what, we're just going to run with it. We'll give it a go. It's just straight to the point. And um, it says what we do, who we are. And I think in a business that's really important when you see the name on the side of the truck, you know, it should say who you are and what you do. And it seemed a bit of a no-brainer to me. Um, The customers love it, you know. Um, It always gets a bit of a laugh, you know. Um, Especially when we do aged care. I'm I'm being serious. (laughs) They do like it. We thought at the start, we thought when we started in aged care um, that we would have to wear like um, some sort of, fluoro vest or something to cover it up and not have it and but it it actually worked the opposite like people loved it the oldies loved it they thought it was very funny and they always joke and say don't kill me i'm not a pest you know and (laughs) have a bit of a laugh you know Um, choosing a business name is such a a a tough difficult important decision isn't it oh i i know when yeah we started with ours and um we were originally going with with Royal Pest Control. And I had this vision, and I want Royal, you know, and I had this vision of this ant with the crown and um, yep. the slogan, you know, giving you the royal treatment. And yeah. um, we, we got knocked back, back on that because um, apparently we were trying to um, connect ourselves with the royal family and that's why they knocked us back on the oh, name. Wow. wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard, like, this day and era to try and come up with a, a name that's not already taken or used. Um, yeah. When you go and search the yeah. trademarks, it's um, quite interesting. All the yeah, well, that's what we did because we were once we got into it and we started marketing ourselves and you know putting a bit of money behind it. We thought, you know what, we better trademark it as well because yeah, okay. you can register a name and it doesn't really mean that much if you had drop dead pest control and you did drop dead pest Sydney. That's yep. enough. That's yes. different enough to obviously, yes. you know, register that name. So we thought we better trademark it. So um, yeah, I've seen that probably in a lot a few of times. I reckon a lot of pesties don't, you know. So it's probably something if they're going to start branding themselves and putting a little bit of money behind themselves, I, I really believe you should trademark your name. Mm, and check. Yeah. It's available. Especially yeah. if you, yeah, if it's not an area name. I know we struggle because we've yeah, got we, an area name, yeah, so they just, they just won't let us trademark it. Really? And, um, yeah, because Laguna's uh, an area up here. Yeah, um, it is, yeah. So, yeah. Even with the words pest control behind it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, well, they've knocked us back the, the first time, but to be quite, quite honest, I think if we kept fighting, um, we would probably would probably get there. But there is actually another area, Laguna, in New South Wales, and... Um, that was one of the reasons as well. It's, they just said, well, it's an area name, so we can't give it to you. Mm. Yeah, okay. It's, okay. It's, yeah, so, but like with a name like yours, yeah, definitely you, you need to be trademarking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've had people over the years, you know, register the name, um, just slightly different, but enough that we've trademarked a few different versions that um, we can then get that removed, you yeah. know, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's very just smart. A, a, very pre- smart. Just a protection. Yeah. yeah. Protect yeah. Okay. Sure. So, yeah. tell us more about the business now. Like, how many staff you've got? What type of work do you actually do? The area that you service. Yep. So we are um, New South Wales um, based, and so we go from I don't know if you know, so from Newcastle yep. to in the north to Canberra in the south. Oh wow! So that's, that's our spread. 
yeah, and out to the coast. Um, so a fair, coast and a very yeah. densely populated area, that whole mm. range. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then out to the mountains, say the Katoomba. Um, yep. So we we do that sort of um, range, and it's mainly commercial that take us up and down the coast, um, and then uh, yeah, and then obviously Sydney Basin. But um, so the business itself has about thirty people in it now. Um, that's oh wow! Tech, yeah, techs on the road, and we've got um, um, then we've got a management group, and then we've also got about eight girls in the office. Um, that's including Jody. Um, yeah, so it's about 30 of us all together. Uh, that's made up of um, majority of employees. And then from that, we do have um, so three licensees plus we, we can include ourselves as a licensee as well. But, um, this is what so, I want to get into in a minute. Yeah, this licensee structuring. Yeah, yeah, I find yeah. this really interesting. Mm. So, yeah, the licensee structure, We so when Jody and I started, like in 08, um, there was obviously it was just Jody and myself, and we got busier and busier and busier, and to a point where we we thought, you know, we'd need someone, so we put someone on. So we started then growing quickly again, and but you know when you get to that point um, where you got two people or three people in a business, and you go, we need maybe a, a, th- a third or a fourth, but you go, we're not quite busy enough to put that person on, but we're too busy for the current number yeah so we were thinking at this rate we we just yeah we just and we were still a fledgling business so um we still didn't have you know a a solid base or enough to keep growing the business at the growth that it was moving at so we um i I thought maybe we'll coming from um corporate where there was franchises um say mercedes-benz and century 21 um we decided to have a look at that structure. Um, so we ended up deciding based on cost um, to go licensee model rather than franchise model at the time. What's the difference? Um, so the difference between licensee and franchise is control. So um, with a, a franchise, you're pretty much in control of everything. Um, since since then, we have written a disclosure document, but so a disclosure document can be up to forty grand or thereabouts. Um, okay, so, so when you say in, so, you as the franchisor is in control of everything on the franchise. Everything. So yeah. when you're a franchise, yeah, when you're a franchisor, you can control, um, you know, like so anything a franchise has um, in the way of operation, in the way of. Um, Marketing, Marketing, um, maybe putting money into a um, co-op, all that sort of thing. Um, That then becomes a franchise like this. So the difference then really between a licensee and a franchise is control that the franchisor has. So we are the we own the license. So it's more of less that uh, more or less that the the licensees um, still operate as a drop dead pest control. Um, license. They have that license to operate under our name. Yeah. Um, there's certain things that. Uh, so we have trucks with our branding on it. We have uniforms with, that they wear. Um, they're their own proprietary limited company. Um, yeah. So it's it's it really just comes down to control. But um, and it's worked okay for us. So what you'll find is if you have more than say three or four licensees, it, it, you've then really got to swap over to a franchise because you're starting to then push on the franchise um, model and um, that's where you've really got to um, – so we, we wrote our disclosure document a few years ago 
just to, if we were going to go that way regardless because we're really set up. We could have 50 franchises or 50 licensees at the end of the day. That's that's how the model's set now. We we have got the, the four licenses in place, um, but now, now we're at a stage where we probably have got a fairly big spread of customers, like I said, from Newcastle to Canberra, and we probably don't need those licenses licensees um as uh, that model as much now because of the i guess the funds that we've got where we can afford to go and just start an office and put someone in there a manager in there and just and then um you know um, back that office so the reason we did go down the licensee path originally was like i was saying because of growth so we didn't have the funds initially to just keep putting employees on so i thought to attract good people as well um, and and maybe that wanted more than to be a pest technician, maybe wanted something else like to own a business but then didn't want to take the risk. Yeah. We were offering them that to own a business. We didn't actually sell them a license. It actually gave – we've never sold a license. We've actually just given our brand out to these guys. Oh, okay. Um, that was yeah, going to so be one of my next questions, you know, do they have to buy into it or not, but no. No, okay. no. That, sorry, that's another difference actually between – you can sell licensees, but licenses, but, yeah, you, you start to – you've just got to be really careful where you don't cross the border to then becoming a franchise. So, well, um, this is – I'm trying to get yeah. my head around, you know, what freedoms or benefits have you got of being – from a licensee's perspective of being a licensee rather than a franchisee from their perspective rather than yours? Well, from a licensee, you've probably um, got a little bit more freedom in the fact that you're not locked in for maybe 10 years. Okay. So franchise agreement might go for a certain period of time. And that at that end of that franchise agreement, doesn't matter what franchise agreement it is, you actually hand it back. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you might buy a, a food outlet for $500,000. That franchise agreement will run for a certain period of time and then you that franchise agreement runs out and then you start again. So... Um, or depending on what you um, you negotiate, I guess in the in the agreement. But um, with a license, we did put a time frame on. So I think we sort of went from twelve months to three years, and then yeah, then we just renew that license agreement after that. But um, I guess as a licensee, you're probably not as bound um, as a franchisee would be. Okay. Mm. There's a lot of trust involved, and um, yeah, you just got to pick the right people, I but think. But the one thing with the licenses, so what I was saying you know, with the licensees, it actually let us it let us grow the business without having the um, the cost structure, like without having the, what's Which the word? All the, yeah, the liabilities that go along with it where you go, okay, we might have a lean May to September um, being a new business. Um, so, you know, but we've got to carry those, those two new staff members through that time um, where – Having a license, a licensee, um, it was almost like a, a contractor, but but with more um, more skin in the game, and we thought that would be a better way to go. So, um, yeah, so we got we got drop dead trucks out there, we got drop dead people out there, but we didn't have the exposure of the cost. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So we we grew our business quite quickly without the cost struck without the cost behind it. Okay. In saying that, we we may have um, not made as much money initially because obviously we were taking a percentage and not not paying a wage. But um, it was a, a a less 
um, exposed way of growing our business. That was, yeah, that was going to be my next question. How did you structure the, the finance forward? You know, did they have to pay you, um, you know, a licensee fee each year or were you just simply collecting a percentage of their turnover? Or? Yeah, that's that's how they do it. So yep. they just pay a, a percentage of turnover. Yep. And um, like Jody said, it, we, it bases, it's based on trust. Yeah, um, you yeah know, I can we, see that, we definitely. Run, yeah, and... So I guess if you were going down that path and you had regional guys, yep. um, you may not do the percentage per month uh, of turnover because that could be um, <laughs> human nature might take a, a different path. So you might, in that respect, if we were going to do, say, 30 or 40 or 50 licensees or it would be franchisees at the time, the way I would do it would probably be just to take a monthly fee um, regardless of whether you did one job or 100 jobs or 1,000 jobs. So... That was that's and that way you don't you take the trust um, that trust out of it and it's a lot simpler to do an end of month rather than sit down and try and go through everyone's end of month so um, yeah so it's just easier it, it simplifies it. it it's it's a much um, easier way and um, be the way that we would go if that was the way we were going to go um, we're now at a point though where um, so. Because we've got a management layer in our business, so Jody and I are obviously the owners, and then we've got um, a business manager, um, a strategist, and then we've also got um, a um, operations manager, an office manager, uh, a training manager. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what we will be doing is um, opening other offices and then putting managers in those um, those offices and um, profit share. Oh wow. I really like it. It's actually so unique. I actually haven't no. heard of this structure before, so I just think it's so unique. I, I think, think it's, it's cool where you've taken a structure that's been tried and tested in other industries and brought it into pest mm. control. I, I'm not aware of this in the pest control industry. No, mm. I, yeah, mm. I, I, I love it. I'm, I'm just not that we're going to do it. We won't do that, guys. I mean, there probably no, yeah, there prob- probably is so unique. There probably is this sort of structure in pest control, but I'm, I can't think of it, and probably I haven't heard of it before. Um, yeah, and and the guys are so loyal and and they're so proud of the brand that you might see someone down the shops and they'll go, oh, we met the owner at Drop Dead Pest Control the other day. Now that might be a licensee that that runs an area, but yep. they're that committed um, and and loyal to the brand and and they they do put all their efforts into it. It pays their family's wage, you know. What I mean, like there's husband and wife, so there's. Jody and I are our husband and wife team that sort of run the head office, but then all these other licenses are actually run by husband and wives. Yeah, that's I saw that. that. I noticed that, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, so um, – and that's – yeah, so that's how we set up. I know um, – yeah, and that's where Jody then gets together with the other wives and, um, yeah, you might – yeah, so say about – Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, especially, um, you know, because you normally find really great technicians will go out on their own. They, they want to go out on their own. Um, yep. But, like, this way they're, um, they're benefiting because they're getting more than what they would if they were working for wages. And, yep. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. It, it's, and an opportunity to have their own business as the, well. And the thing is when they leave a job and then you get into pest control, you, you may have a couple of lean years if, you know, um, building or establishing a business. So they're coming into a brand that's already established. And in the meantime, so what we've done for them over the years is for the first year, they may actually work in their own business one day a week or two days a week and then work for us. We put them on 
um, as a lot working in our trucks for four days a week. And then as they become more successful, we drop those days down to a point where they go, I'm good to go on my own now. So they've always got an income coming in. They're part of our establishment. So they're getting trained with our guys as well. Um, and you know, and then hopefully we're giving them the tools to go off and build a business exactly the same and replicate our business. So in in theory, we should have you know four four mini menis out there, you know, going at the same time. So um, yeah, mm. but it's worked. It seems to have worked well. And then and advertising and marketing, obviously, it's it's up to them to do as much or as little as they actually want. Um, yeah, just using yeah. The, the drop dead brand. Um, yep, that's right. Yep. We we do do sort of marketing for everyone. So we we just did a um, Sydney Morning Herald. Um, they came to us and asked us if we would do a um, a bit of a profile on the business and then a bit of an ad. So I think yep. we split the full page in the Herald, Sydney Morning Herald. Um, so we paid for that. Yeah, we did an editorial. An editorial. Yep. Yeah, yeah. full page. So that was that's like a big paper um, in Sydney. So um, that was a really that was a really good milestone for us I think, mm. to be approached by them. Mm. Which was awesome. Yeah, um, and there's no um, region restrictions, so to speak, or boundary restrictions to licensees. Are you can't do work in my area or anything like that? Oh so, no, there is no. Yeah. So how yeah, how we set it up is again. We, I, I haven't invented the wheel. We've just basically run off what we've learned before. So um, we've got a postcoded area. Um, yep. We've all got a postcoded area, um, which if any new inquiry comes from that area, goes directly to that licensee. Yeah. Um, from there. Um, if they get referrals anywhere outside that, it's fine to do that uh, first okay. level referral. Yep. So, you know, they can end up anywhere in Sydney. It's not an issue. So their business can be as big as as it can as, as it can grow through referrals. We don't want to stop referral business. Um, uh, the only thing is we have like a first level and second level referral. So a first level referral is someone that um, they might go out and do a house in the street outside their area. Um, and then if a neighbour came out, um, they, that gets handed back to the uh, licensee whose area it is, just so um, one licensee really doesn't start taking over someone else's area. Yeah, okay. you know, it just it just keeps it all fair. Yeah. So um, yeah, um, and 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 honestly, everyone works, you know, well. Um, they do the right thing. Um, if something, you know, it, it's it's very transparent. Um, so you know, our systems let us see pretty much what's going on. So it's, um, yeah, and, and, and it's based on, you know, there's obviously a, a certain amount of trust involved. So, and, and I guess once you break that trust, you're not part of our business. That's pretty much where it comes to. Yeah, okay. Um, have all yeah. licensees pretty much stayed on with you or have you had a few um, come and go? Or? Well, we've had, um, we had up to six at one stage, I okay. think, at, at one time. So they're fairly long-term. They're yep. long-term, yeah, and they all, yeah. So, uh, you know, some Come and, like some went uh, where they might have had a, um, a relationship breakdown um, yep. and it's too much to run on your own. Um, you know, you get others that we get them to a point where they don't need us anymore and they don't want to, you know, they, they do the I wrong thing on us. So, you know, but you're going to have that in life. Yeah, um, We've got to sort of move on. You know, you can, you know, we've got everything in place really. If we wanted to push the issue, we could. Yeah. And yeah, what they sign, um, yeah, we've definitely got everything locked and loaded. But in saying that, you've got to then go, okay, if it's going to cost a certain amount of money to pursue a young couple, that at the end of the day, what is you know, if you spend thirty grand or forty grand pursuing something that's big deal, you, you're better off putting that thirty grand into marketing. And um, and I can tell you, it brings you back tenfold. 
So rather than trying to battle some person for a few customers, yeah. So, yeah. which you'll end up with back anyway if you do the marketing correctly. Yeah. All right. So next question: How do you, how are you finding and recruiting these potential licensees, these suitable candidates? Um, because I, I mean, more... I've looked at you know photos of them, and these guys look. I'd love for them to work for me. Just looking at them, <laughs> appearance wise. Yeah. Yeah. Look, um, they're all business. They've all been either um, customers. Um, They've been um, their business people that we've done work for, and they like they like what they see. Yeah. So people and they like, yeah. I just think they like. So what, it's just word of mouth. You haven't got an actual pretty, advertising no, recruitment ne- program as such. It's just simply word of mouth. Um, and who not at all. Mean? Every yeah. licensee has come to us. We've never approached anyone. Yep. Okay. I'm just thinking yeah. about that question that you asked, though, Jay. Are you actually saying that not many pest controllers look okay? Like. <laughs> Oh, let's face it, just, oh, let's face it. there's saying? some pretty ordinary-looking pesties in this industry. I'm going to be open and honest here. It's funny, I go to some of the trade shows and I sit there and I look around the room and I look at some of these guys and go, yeah, you're not the most intelligent-looking um, beast in this room. Or if they, they ro- could be. Or if they rocked up at my doorstep, there's no way known I'm letting them through my front door. That's it. And I think presentations really uh, First important. impressions. First impressions you know, is a massive thing. You've got to be well-groomed. You've got to look professional, um, you know, and I think as a woman, I, I look at some of them and I think, my goodness, I wouldn't even open my front door exactly. if you rocked up. That's what, you know, so it's that's, not just me. Yeah, I, I know, but yeah, we normally just don't say it openly. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, these guys, scary, some of these guys have got awesome personalities. Yeah. The scary thing is, though, yeah, you'd hope, um, <laughs> the, the scary so. thing is that people are willing to employ them, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's what I just can't get my head around, you know. Um, so, but on the other side of the coin, like we do have the guys that are full time with us as well. So, and we and there's they see the licensees, so they see that model, and they also see where they're at. So, we can't. So, in a way, the licensee model has actually brought them up to a certain point. If um, how can I explain this? So. We, we haven't just gone, okay, you, you work for us, that's your income, um, because they see what the licensee's potential is and they go, I want that. Okay, Why so you've I... had a few of your employees transition into a licensee? Um, no, well, no, 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 we haven't. haven't. Oh. No, we haven't. So we've had to come up with things like as a business we've gone, we don't want to – like lose we want to, yeah. yeah we want we've put a lot of effort into keep getting our team and training yeah. our team and, you know the instilling the values and everything that drop dead's about and then we go well and we don't want them to go well i'm a bit i'm a bit over this now i want to become a licensee and and yeah. i can do that so we've actually so we've always i always say it's like the light you've got to give them the light at the end of the tunnel Yes. Got to be, you've always got to be um evolving and changing so we see guys in um uh, in our business that we go, okay, you would be a really good training manager. Um, if, if, or we ask them, you know, where do they want to do, well, be, where do, what do they want to do? And they'll say, oh, well, oh I, I love training. So I get one of the guys that's more experienced than one of our head technicians and we will pay him extra and to train people and, you know, he, he becomes our training manager. We've got another guy that goes, oh, okay. I want to manage an outlet. So I said, if you work out, um, like when you sit down and work out uh, the end result with with money, you go well. If you know, if you become a manager of one of the outlets and you're on profit share, this is your potential. So um, they go, you know what? And I said, and you don't have the, 
you don't you get sick leave you get holidays you get super you don't have the the stress of running a business mm-hmm. um but you've got the potential of making it's as big as as big as what you can make and and also we'll give them the support so um we, we put everyone on a journey some of the guys want to be carpenters so you know we can put as them well. through yeah as well so some of the young guys have actually done their first year carpentry at TAFE oh, um okay yeah so then they're going to get a ticket in carpentry so um yeah well that adds another it does exactly another so service thinking, another service we can go in fix a termite job and most termite job you know damages it's not generally huge but if it was a point where you know it was um a wall and a and a and gyp rock and a architrave, yeah. well, we can sort that out for you because not a lot of builders want to take on a small job. So what we try and do now with the, the guys in-house is we put them on a journey or where they want to end up and yeah. so they've got something to look forward to. One of them wants to be a building inspector. He can be my building inspector. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's just not you're going to come in and do GPs for the rest of your life, you know. I like that. So I we don't it. lose them, you How know. You guys so, are applying for pest manager of the year. <laughs> I mean, oh, you just we've been down that track in the past, actually. Yeah, no, look, no. Oh, it's, you know, so yeah, we, we, we've of, walked we, away we, a few times with the tail between our legs, <laughs> thinking yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know our business, and our yeah. business is a lot more than what people realise. So, yeah. Um, but, in, you know, it's hard to get that over a phone call, uh, even though we're doing it now, but. Um, yeah, it's it's um, the things that we've got in place here is um, yeah, it's pretty special, I reckon. Mm, yeah, and, and like I had no, honestly before coming into this podcast, I had no idea on that side of things. Um, so I I absolutely love it. I just think it's so unique. Um, yeah, I, you guys are really mm. doing something different. Um, mm. But I guess um, I guess based on our um, corporate background, Nikki, you know, yeah. and. Um, you know, Colin and I have worked for some large corporate companies in um, sales management and, you know, customer general service, management. general management, um, you know, marketing and all that kind of stuff. So what we've done with all the previous businesses we've worked for, we've picked all the good things um, about why these other large companies are successful and then we've brought that into our small business and, um, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and just had very simple um, strategies and, and ideologies and mm. procedures and things that you know um, work well for really large successful companies. We've just brought those with us into our business and um, and are doing that. And so. that's the thing. I think when you bring in a, a strategy for a small business that can run a big business, one it does take money to do that. Like you've like we're not a huge business but we're running with seven girls in an office but there's a reason why we do that you know there might be bigger companies than ours that maybe don't have as many girls in an office i'm not too sure but the the behind i'm um, sorry the um like the admin side of the business um we i think yeah it's really important you've got to get right so people are really impressed with uh, how quick the girls get back to them and and they've each got a department so we've got you know four departments in the office being termites um, strata. strata, what yep. else we got? Um, residential. Yeah, I must admit, yep. when I rang your landline, there was a lot of options there. <laughs> yeah. Press one for the press two, press you lost three, yeah. two. press yeah. four. Yeah. I can't. No. Yeah. Yeah. So those, we've tried yeah. to streamline it a bit. Like I, we never used to have that, and it's only really in the last twelve months that we've gone to that style of answering the phone, which I really tried to stay away from for so long because I really like the personal thing about, you know, answering the phone. 
but um, we just found that we've just got so big that we just needed to streamline it a bit because. Um, and like, honestly, I have had transfer on too many calls. Yeah, I've yeah. had you know I had had feedback from customers saying they they really like it because they actually get through to the lady they need to speak to yep. rather than go through two people to get to the person and then explain the situation twice yeah. or three times. So now they're actually going, yep, well, they'll, they'll pick, I've got termites straight to Lisa. Lisa picks the phone up and, and it's all sorted or strata. They go straight to Natalie. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and it's um, – had That's actually good. Yeah. yeah, so it definitely does has its advantages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. We are very people-orientated, so if it was really against my nature to do mm. stuff like that. And I know people are putting in booking systems online, so, you know, again, we're not reinventing anything, but – I, I can tell you now I'm, I will not put a booking system online because, you know, someone might ring up, press, you know, book yourself in for a, for a termite inspection and you want a general pest spray. You know, like the girls in, our, uh, in the offices are really well trained. They can diag- – not diagnose, but they can uh, sort of uh, ask enough questions to sort of ascertain what the service they need. Um, and then – they're pretty much booked by the end of the conversation um, because of the service they've got from the girls. So, yeah, I, yeah. I'm on your I'm on your side yeah, with that, Colin. We're I agree. Exactly the same. Yeah. Um, you, we we don't do booking systems online, and but I do understand having to make changes because we're obviously going through that right now as we as we're growing. Yeah, and mm. I'm taking a bit of a step back, and our daughter's taking over my role, and she's a lot more tech savvy than me. So implementing a lot of these. Um, easier way of doing things and I'm going, oh my oh. gosh, I don't we don't normally do this for this reason and and yeah. but obviously as we're growing we have to do it because it's um yeah, it's it's not like, you know, we've just got one or two people sitting in the office. We've got too many coming and going now and it's yeah, yeah so it's it just has to happen. But um but yeah. but Jody, um so I believe you've put a lot of time in and effort into choosing a CRM that suits your business. What have yes. you settled yes. on and why? <laughs> So we went down the road with a few different ones and we got to the point where we went, wow, this is not doing what we thought it was going to do and we had to can it. So we did that about three times. We oh, did that. That's an expensive road, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. you know, that was, it was really hard. And you try and do all your research first before you actually start down that road. And um, it's not really till you start that, you know, um, you know, sometimes you just realise, you know what, it doesn't do that one thing I really wanted it to do, you know. So, small things. Yeah. Oh, Even I, though they say it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, one of the, the meetings that we did have was with Salesforce. And, um, I mean, that's incredibly awesome. And they said, we can build this for you and we can have everything. And, you know, $100,000 later, um, you know, <laughs> Here's your system, and I went. You know what? That's just a lot of money, and no, that's just out of our price range. To be honest, it would have been beautiful, but yeah. So the the one we ended up going with was um, ServiceMate, and um, we've been with that now. I think since uh, is it two thousand eighteen? End of two thousand eighteen. Yep. So um, that's been really really good for us, and um, we've got oh gosh over eleven thousand customers on our database. Yep. And um, yeah, and it's worked really really well for us. We've been able to customize it, and um, it's really good. We've got a, a partner, a service mate partner, um, Fiona, who's actually in Queensland. And um, I just flew her down here and we just put her up at a hotel and she developed all our forms for us and um, she's just been amazing. So she's on tap to us and, um, 
yeah, she's she's really good. So service state for us has worked really well. I might have think. to get Fiona's contact details because yeah, yeah, we're we're just starting to want to implement a lot more forms. Yeah, start um, using ServiceMate a little bit more to its full advantage because we use ServiceMate, obviously. Um, yeah. Jodie's actually helped me with that, to be honest. Yeah. I think that was one of our first conversations. Jodie, I put something out in the women's group, you know, like, help. Oh, right. <laughs> help. Yes. <laughs> Just yeah. Um, yeah. trying to get my head around this. And, and, yeah, and our yeah. ServiceMate partner, we originally, yeah, he took his money and ran <laughs> pretty much. Well, yeah. you know what? Funnily enough, our first service mate partner, he was an older gentleman in New South Wales. He came and, and you know, um, gave us all the info and we went, yeah, this is good. And as soon as we went on board, um, I don't know, something happened with his family and then we just, yeah, we were left in the dark. So I, I had training all planned and um, with all our people sitting here in the boardroom the night before he goes, can't come. And I went, oh, my gosh. So... You know, my office manager and I ended up doing the training on on what little we knew, and then sent all the text out into the field with iPads, going "Good luck." Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, wow, you know. But um, I ended up getting on to Fiona. I think it, um, I think it might have been a, a service mate uh, Facebook support um, group that I saw, she's and I been thought, wonderful. oh my gosh, she's just been amazing. And like, you know, all the coding for the forms, like. When I sit down with her and, and do it, she's just so good at it. And and that's just really not my thing, you know. So um, Yeah, I can do basic amendments on I can do basic stuff on forms, but uh, yeah. I know I've stuffed a couple up because mm-hmm. I've stuffed the coding up on it and I still well, we can't. We literally just had this conversation, I think, last week. And I just said to Jay, look, just get someone in and let's just pay someone to get this done and get it right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes. and that's what we yeah. did because you know what? If you in a formula, if you have like in the code, if you have like a full stop or a yes. bracket or yes. something, just one thing, and you could have like I think one of our forms has got like I don't know sixty pages of code or something, and it's just outrageous. But you know, and it went wrong once, and I was trying to find Fiona and I were trying to find yep. where it was wrong. Where we ended up finding it hours. Yep. Yeah, and we found it and worked it out. But um, oh my gosh, I just for me to sit down and do that, and it's a simple form. Yeah. But I, I think it's simple. But in behind the scenes, and it's, it's funny. Not, but- I get the my text saying, "Oh, can you change this or can you add this product to it? Can you do this?" And I go, uh, "It's not that simple, guys." <laughs> and they yeah, go, "Why not? Can't you just change it?" Yeah, yeah nah. We need a yeah. Fiona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need yeah, a Fiona. Definitely. It's, um, Fiona's amazing and really good. And and our daughter, Eliza, she has uh, similar to you. She's just uh, taken over management of our office. And, um, you know, being younger and more tech savvy, yep. you know, what she can do and what she can change and what she absorbs because her brain's 21, not, yep. you know, 58 like mine is. And <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, it's just amazing. She has, Mum, you're so slow. And I go, oh, my gosh. Are you 58? No. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Seriously? <laughs> I'll be 59 this year, so I'm pushing 60, but, yeah. She's a good so, sort. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I was, was going to say you look all right for 58, but I didn't want to. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't have you thought you were 58. <laughs> Absolutely you know not. I just, I, I'm starting to feel it if I've got to jump in a roof or a subfloor, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. So that's another thing. So you're, you're, you're trained as well. You're qualified tech. So um, yeah, yeah. Do, you go out, as well. do you go out much on the road? No. Oh, not as much now, but in the past, yes. 100%. I used to ask. I could, I'd like Jodie out. Like, we're a husband and wife team. We started that way, and I, I like getting her out on the road. Like, if I've got to go somewhere where it's a bit of a drive, I'll go, come with me, you know, come come for a drive with me, and we'll, you know, yeah, it's great. I, I really Especially like with the, 
you know, the South Coast runs and, you know, up to Gosford, Newcastle, that kind of thing, you know. So, so a lot of our commercial people or schools, they've been with us for over 10 years and Jodie knows them. So even if she doesn't do anything but goes and has a coffee with them while I do the job or... I like that. Yeah, so... I'm they, liking this idea. I think I might start going on the road with you, Jay. Oh, people make cakes. They yeah. love it. You know, they love and... just having... Have a drink. Yeah. I just watch Colin work. I just yeah. have a cup of tea and a scone. And that's and... So that's the thing. I'm in a truck every day. Like I'm I'm as one of the boys in a truck. I like being one of the boys. Yeah. I do because I I really think that if you um own and manage a business, um, it's really important to know and experience what your guys are going through. And you know, and I I have that with my girls in the office. They they spend some time in the truck with the guys as well because it's really important for them to know what the guys are, yeah, going through and, and seeing in part of their day, you know, not just putting our oh, travel time into the calendar and going, well, I think that's okay. But then they spend a day in the truck and they go, you know what, that half an hour really should have been 45 minutes, uh-huh. you know. So they get yeah. to yep. have a really good feel. And um, also on the phone, it's it's really great for them to help customers, you know, diagnose what's what's going on, you know, what are they seeing, what evidence are they seeing, you know, those types of things because they've been in a truck and they know so they can explain to customers the service, what happens, you know, they, they know everything. They're not licensed but, you know, if they want to go down that track, I'm happy to do that with them. But, um, yeah. but yeah, it's it's really important for your office people to spend, you know, not a lot of time, but enough time in the truck and know how to spray and have a really good understanding of, you know, what different types of cockroaches are and just that hands-on experience, you know. They might scream and freak out a bit, but <laughs> yeah. they get over it. So I guess that's where your, your, I guess your team building comes in with the admin side of things because I've noticed on social media that um, you you know there's few lunches or you're you're just sitting there with all the girls so you do something a bit separate from the whole team I guess your, your toolbox meetings and things like that you do one just with the girls the admin do, side yeah yep most definitely and I think you know during the week we're so busy that um you know you can be sitting next to someone and you haven't even had a chance to say oh how's your family or you know what what movie you're watching on Netflix or you know what I mean you just don't get that opportunity so I think it's really important so once every six weeks I'll take them out for lunch and um we'll just pick a local venue so we're not you know away for too long but we just take an hour and a half yep and um, we just go, this is our time, and we catch up, we have a drink. Well, we try not to drink too much alcohol at lunch. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, I like how you say um, try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. But, um, but we just have that, you know, that bonding sort of session, and I think that's really important, you know. Um, and then because the girls know that's coming, and we do morning teas, we often put a grazing table, mini grazing table out when it's really busy and um you know, um, and that goes down really well. You know, we I'm hoping my team's not going to listen to this podcast because <laughs> they're going to expect a lot more. Grazing we, platters. You know, yeah, yeah they want yeah, a grazing like platter. <laughs> uh, I haven't got the massage guy yet. Oh, yes, I'm working yeah. on that. But um, We do have a massage guy, but he wants to come, but haven't let him in yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I think, you know, with, um, with Eliza, she's got a diploma in hospitality and event management and, um, you know, she was on, on that road and then COVID hit. Um, she, you know, was working with us uh, casually and then part-time while she was doing her diplomas. And, um, you know, when COVID hit, that whole industry just went to the wall. Yep. And um, I said to her, you know, 
what do you want to do? And she goes, I don't know. And I said, well, look, you're working with us. How about you come and work with us full time and we'll just see, you know, what happens with that industry, you know, you're going into. Um, so she's been with us, I think, oh, gosh, two going on three years now full time. So she manages all the office girls yeah, and well, um, yeah. oversees the schedule. And then my role now is more overseeing, I guess, her and um, liaising with the management team and, and probably working on the business more so than in the business. Yep. Um, probably steering the ship a bit more than rowing the oars. Mm. And um, she's 21 is, that you you said, was it? Did you say yeah, 21? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. She's 21. So yep. on a fortnightly basis, they'll meet. So the business manager and office manager and office manager and and Natalie, the what's the two role of the finance? Yeah, finance. Yeah, so they meet on a on a fortnightly basis, get together and make sure everything's heading in the right direction. Mm. And then Jody and I just come in basically at the end of the day for the last hour and hopefully we hopefully get got money in the bank. Hopefully yeah. got money in the bank and <laughs> everything's going the way we needed to go. And then yeah. rather than all of us sitting in there, so we're just yeah, really handing a lot of it over to them. And as long as the numbers add up and everything works well, we we just spend the last hour in the meetings. Yeah, we look at, mm. you know, how we're going to strategise and, you know, what yeah. our budgets are and, and what parts <laughs> of our business, you know, we need to focus on, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's, you know, we didn't have that opportunity for a lot of years and, um, you know, we really just went, oh, wouldn't it be great to work on the business because, you know, Colin and I coming from a, you know, sales management, customer service sort of background, that's our that's our thing, you know, yep. going out and talking to people and seeing how we can help them and coming up with solutions. That's really our forte, you know, and, um, it, yeah. We just, um, it makes a big difference. I know because well, Jay and I are really are mainly working on the business and it makes a huge difference. I used to worry thinking, oh, gosh, you know, it, we're not going to generate income if you know, I'm not physically working in the yeah. business. But yeah. it's actually, I think, our well, our profit's gone up really. Since yeah. we've been working on Jay can't help himself. He still likes going out on the road every now and then. He can't help yeah. himself. Oh, look, I'm the same. I feel like you're not doing that, you know, two or three hundred dollar job, um, but you could be working on a twenty thousand dollar project. So, you, yeah. you know, you, you can that three hundred dollar job to to work on something that's twenty grand, and you know that they're the bigger fish you got to fry. So um, it's hard to get your head around that because um, yeah, you just you think I'm not getting that immediate dollar in the in the door, but when it does come off, you go, wow, that's that's amazing, you know. But saying that, Colin's still in a truck full time. Yeah, but, I, yeah, but that's, <laughs> I've got rid of all my responsibilities. I just but, want yeah. to be one of the boys and um, and uh, I'll get the managers in place because, you know, you need a secession plan in your business and it doesn't matter, you know, we're at that point where, like Jodie's, like she said, she's 58, I'm 54, turning 55. I Toy think, boy. 54. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You've just got to get them young and train them. Yeah, so... Um, I've done you know, it all so, wrong. And yeah. our son is in the business as well, so... I've seen yeah. that, yep. yep. Yeah, so, so James is Is 18. he still training or has he got his qualification? Yeah. No, no, he's doing Cert 3. He's almost finished, actually. Yeah, the whole COVID thing, you yeah, know, really the guys doing their doing. practical with MPL, um, you know, that was because all the face-to-face... Um, you know, training stopped um, yeah. with MPL. So everything got really pushed back a year. So we had to apply for extensions for the trainees. So, um, you know, he really, he should be, he really should have his qualification by now, but it's just been COVID that's done that. But he's been working in the business like, gosh, he's been. Oh, because he's been with us since he was five. No, four or five. five. Four or five. And yeah. he, honestly, he is so, 
he is so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, I'm just not saying that because he's my son, but he can do anything. Like, he's, he's that good. And I said to him, you know what, whether in 20 years' time you've got this or whether you're around Australia or wherever you are, you're going to be an asset to anyone's pest control business. You'll always have a job. You know, he's that good. He He's so handy. He can build. He can fix anything. He can pull a pump apart. He can fix a leak on a, on a Honda pump. He can Jump on he can do anything. He can yeah. weld now. He can he can do anything. Like, he's he's really, really good. He's one of my better guys, actually. I was going to say, wow, one of the, some of the best techs wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, and that's even one of the old – like, the older guys in the business are saying, honestly, James is so good. Um and I'm glad he's with us yeah. uh, at the end of the day, you know. And um, yeah, and he really loves what he does. He really, really enjoys it. So, and that's a that's a good thing as well. So, and I think being around you and being involved in it from such a young age, he's seen he's seen all the things. Not that everything goes wrong, but you know, like he's seen the things break down and go wrong. So he's been with his dad fixing things, and he's, he's seen lived, all that. He's lived you know? and breathed it. It's like yeah, it's like our daughter Willa. They've pretty much lived yeah. and breathed it their entire life. Uh, so where yeah. to from here? So is the ultimate goal for um, Eliza and James, did you say, um, to take over the, the business? Or? Oh, just not, have to see. We've yeah. never really been the plan. We've never really expected it of them. We've yep. just offered them the opportunity. And I think it overwhelms them a little bit, yep. to be honest. Um, I, like I talked to James and Eliza about it, and I think Eliza sees herself more as – you know, an owner, or but I, I think Jed overwhelms James. He's a young guy, and he sees how much work goes into it, and he's probably thinking, you know, that you know it's a, it's a lot of work, and and he's only eighteen. And look, ideally, they've got something that they can definitely grow with. So, you know, Jody and I'll always be part of the business. Um, whether depends on you know how what how hands on they are, hands on we are, and what role we play. But you know. Um, yeah, I'd say one down that day down the track. They, yeah, okay. They've got the as long as we can keep the management group together, they've got a great support group. And um, yeah, if that group stays together, it, yeah, it'll be awesome. Okay. Mm. Um, We'd like them to continue, but if they don't, you know, that's fine too. You know, yeah. if not for them, it's not for them, and we respect that as well. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. 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 All right, Colin. What do you like most about the pest industry? Um, you know what? The variation. I I, I like. I like driving around. I like being in different areas. I like meeting people. Um, I, I, look, I don't want to sound cliche and everyone says the same thing, but it's a job where one day you could be, I can be in Newcastle, the next day I can be in Canberra. Um, yeah, okay. I, one day I can be talking to a CEO of a nursing home group and the, the day before I could have been in, in, you know, Department of Housing talking to people that are barely surviving, you know, like it's, it's such a varied job. The variety, yeah. Um, the variety. And, you know, you're never doing really the same thing from day to day or even from morning to afternoon. You know, uh, it's just... It's never dull. Uh, you know, honestly, I wish I had got into it when I left school. I wish I had... I wish my old man had said to me, why don't you try pest control? Probably back in the organophosphate and, days. And but, this is what um, amazes <laughs> me. This is what amazes me with our industry that we're not promoting it and plugging it um, within... You know, schools, schools, and TAFE yeah. as a, a career opportunity because everybody you speak to, once they've got into, they're going, "How good is this industry?" And we're just mm. not promoting it or putting it out there. It just, yeah. yeah, blows me away. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, so that's what we did do, and now we've got we've got a seventeen-year-old, two eighteen-year-olds, a twenty-one-year-old, a twenty-four-year-old, um, and uh, you know, 
they're great. They're, they are probably the best thing we've added to our team. Okay. They are def- they are 100% the best thing we've added to our team. Wow. Because the, they, they've got enthusiasm. They can get places we can't get. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they, no, they, they energy. Honestly, they, they just bring a different dynamic to the team. So rather than a bunch of old guys, yeah. Um, with I, at one stage I thought you know that's a good thing, and you've mentioned it before, Jay. Like where they're all well groomed and they look great. We're older, you know, like forty plus. That's not a problem either. But the young guys are um, being mentored. They're enthusiastic. They, yeah, it's just a different. Their eyesight's different better. Dynamic. Say again, sorry. Their eyesight's better. Their eyesight's better. <laughs> but then, and you know, and we, and it's good to see them, and we're putting them on a path that you know it's you know that they can grow, and whether you know in ten years whether they're still with us, who knows? But. Um, yeah, no, it's been unreal. And honestly, I have to say, the government incentives for trainees yeah, is, yeah. is unbelievable. Like, whoever's not jumping on board that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the best things that, that's come out. I know that, um, yeah. yeah, we've put a couple through and... We're about to put another one on. About, yeah, about to put another now, one on. Now they've extended it. So, yeah, 100%. So, um, so, so Jody, um, what do you do when you're not working? How do you guys relax? Um, well, fortunately, Colin and I have got a cabin down at Kiama on the south coast, yep. which is a really nice little holiday destination. So we call that our south coast office because, you know, often, we, you know, travelling down so far, we've got to have somewhere to stay. So That's what you tell um, your accountant. Yep. <laughs> yes, that's it. So we claim half of the fees there because um, we do... We do do a bit of um, work down there. So, yeah, so we, we tend to go down there, I think, most, well, not every weekend, but a lot of, yeah, probably every fortnight. And we just chill out, go out for breakfast, go out for dinner, you know, just go to the beach. Just, just yeah, chill. just really relax, you know. And it's funny, a lot of people at the, the park that we're at, where our cabin is, um, a lot of them are um, customers, actually, business owners in, in our area. Yep. <laughs> So yep. it's quite, yeah, it's quite funny. We met, actually, we met um, a couple in the pool, not, oh, it was a few years back now. And um, because, you know, you're not in uniform. So everyone's just swimming in the pool and whatever. And we got talking to a couple and and they said, what do you do? And we said, oh, you know, we own our own business and started chatting. And um, we said, oh, we, you know, drop dead pest control. And they went, my gosh, drop dead pest control. Oh, my gosh, you're like celebrities in our area. <laughs> And they just said, oh, my gosh, everyone, everyone uses your business and I've heard so many good things. And um, oh, and they go, I can't believe we're talking to you. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, we're just pest control. Like, <laughs> it's like awkward. Know, <laughs> awkward. Yeah, it was really awkward. But, oh, that's um, great. So no, that, was, that's yeah, awesome. Felt, yeah. Well, it actually but, does. It makes you feel good because you know you're doing something right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, well, it that, is a good feeling. Good. Yeah, and then when um, Colin turned, what did you, when you turned 50? Was a while it? back. Yeah, well, a while back. Um, yeah, we got a boat, so that was pretty cool. So we've just got a little sort of ski boat thingy. What's it, what is it? I don't even know Bow what it is, bow rider. So, you know, we um, we go out and that, and, yeah, the kids come out and, you know, do tubing and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so, you know, that's kind of what we do. Do charity cycling. Oh, yes. Colin, Colin's involved in, you know, cycling. You're like the Tour de France sort of guys, you know, in the Lycra. Yep, okay. so, yep. <laughs> you like a bit of Lycra so, there, Colin? <laughs> yeah, so that's another. Yeah, I'm not looking good at the moment, that's for sure. Do you, do you yeah. whack your legs? Uh, 
Um, I don't. Yeah, no, I do. I don't <laughs> you had to think about yeah, that. No, no, but we. We, we sort of do... Um, he's like got Jody gets, legs. He's got really good legs. Better legs than me, actually. <laughs> Jody gets involved with You're that. You're thinking, well. do I say this on a podcast or not? <laughs> <laughs> Jody, um, well, we do some charity events for cycling. So we'll, um, like um, SIDS, the SIDS and Stillbirths Foundation yep. and cancer yeah. stuff. And, yeah, yeah, so we'll do all that charity stuff. So Jody gets involved with that. She'll be my roadie doing mm-hmm. that. And um, we might do a Sydney to Canberra ride or... Um, Things like that. When it's been unreal, so we'll we'll put a bit of cash behind that and sponsor the the ride. And um, yeah, we do yeah. a lot of we sponsor a lot Very of good. things actually. Mm. Yeah, we do lots of fates and um, oh, all sorts of things. You know, if oh, it, someone's doing a so trivia trivia night, vouchers. we donate vouchers. And so with our marketing, you know, like we've probably got at least 10 forms of marketing going on at any one time and I think that's the key to your success as well. It's very important, yeah, and supporting, supporting, yeah, you know, your local clubs and um, schools and and all that. Constant brand awareness. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, um, Colin's got a a, a cycling kit, they call it, so all the boys are in it, that we designed a a cyclist. He's got about 30 kits um, out there. Kit, what they call, you know, like the all the lycra stuff, and it's got all our branding on it. So oh, okay. the guys are out yeah, riding okay. in groups yep. in, in our stuff. So yeah, which is pretty as good. long as and they don't drop dead while they're cycling. It's it's, well, yeah. it's all good. Or upset car drivers. <laughs> yeah, they upset car drivers. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah, yeah. got to be on your best behaviour <laughs> yeah. when you're wearing the brand. You know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so yeah, we like to do that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay. We all have at least one funny story while working as a pasty. What's one of yours, Colin? Um, I'd probably have to say I've got a few, um, but I'm like, yeah. I've got a few. Some of them I can't mention. Yeah, I can't. Uh, <laughs> well, you can. One, one you of the can. funny you ones can. I have to say, <laughs> my building inspector that I use, like I do, we do pre-purchase. So I've got a building inspector. He's a, he's a big guy. He's probably like he's tall. lean, tall. Yeah, he's about six foot three. So we're up in this tight roof space, a uh, roofoid. Um, and when I got up first, there was probably about a three to four meter python up there. Yep. Um, and it was just sitting in between um, two trusses, and um, he—I didn't realise he was like scared of snakes. But um, I was probably about a metre away from it, and it was massive, like it was huge. And so I said to him, "Come over, and um, I think there's a bit of timber over here that's loose. Um, if you stick your hand over um, the um, bit of timber here, <laughs> he might be able to grab it." And um, so he started sticking his hand over there. And then I, I couldn't do it to him, um, just in case it actually bit him. I wasn't sure, you know. Um, so then I said, I oh, actually don't reach over, stick your head over. But honestly, I have never seen a guy get out of a top. He was already standing down on the floor in the house. Um, I was so shocked. He was out of the roof and down on the floor um, within about five seconds. And he said, you know what, if you had of let me touch that snake, we would have been finished. That was it. I was done. And, I, and he goes, no, 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 serious. I have the biggest fear of snakes under the sun. He goes, that's probably my only fear in life. And I said, really? I was going to let it bite you, actually. Um, but I, I thought that would have been funny, you know. But um, lucky I didn't, eh? So, it was his um, worst fear in life. It, it was, yeah. He said, you have no idea. That is snakes. I, I, I cannot do snakes. And so I said, well. Did he write I that up as an obstruction in his timber pest report? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Colin thought it was hilarious. He didn't. I actually wanted Colin to see it lat- really get on, latch onto him or maybe wrap around his arm or something, you know. But he would have had a heart attack. Colin, you've got to see much. 
Colin, you've got a sick, twisted humour like me. <laughs> yes. it's, it's the kind of stuff that, yeah, me and a few oh. mates do where I get my snakes out and we all have dares on getting each other to bite each other. Well, snakes are a bit yeah, of a sore right. point, well, for, thought, a sore point yeah, for Jay so at the I moment. I had my, had my <laughs> so. phone ready, you know, for a photo, but I, lucky, lucky I didn't do it, eh? So, um, yeah, anyway, yeah. that's probably – that was a, that was pretty funny. But um, – you had to be there, I guess, too. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's always one of those you had to be there, but, um, yeah. But Jay, also, Jay loves his snakes, but it is a sore point for you at the moment. He's just yeah. – a python has just um, – took, got, out, took out my yeah. favourite rooster. His favourite oh, rooster. No. So yeah. I, I have to admit, though, one, one less rooster Yesterday. crowing is it, – it's nice. But yeah. <laughs> it was his prized rooster. Wow. wow. Oh, the joys we, we of living up here in Noosa. It's Yeah, oh right. Gosh. Oh, what a beautiful spot. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, do yeah, get maybe. we we do get some skins in roofs down here, that's for sure. Yeah, I got plenty of monsters. Mm. So, all right, guys, we better start wrapping this up. Um, so we're getting to our time of the episode, which we do our rapid-fire questions. Basically, these are a series of questions I ask um, just to get to know you guys, just that one last bit. Um, yep. Feel free to pass if you feel you need to. Um, they're not necessarily discussion topics. Um, they're just sort of short answer questions. All right. Uh, and I guess do we get them to take it in turns or? Oh, they could. one of them can answer or both can answer. Yeah, I'll let you sort it out. You guys can fight over it. All right. Do you prefer prefer beer or wine after work? I'd go wine. And I'd go Jack Daniels all day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm doing Jack at the moment, but there was only a beer or wine option. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right. Uh, Are you a morning or nighttime person? Morning. Morning, definitely. And I'm all of the above. What, Jody's sleep? more night. No, I'd have to say Jody's night. She'll sit up to three o'clock watching um, Netflix, Netflix, and I'm in bed at nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah. But then I try, I want to get up early, too, so it's a bit of a yeah, it's a bit of a hard one for me. Uh, are you AFL or NRL followers? NRL. And I hate football. Don't even talk to me about. It. We've got a footy <laughs> ticket pump. It's rapid fire. And I Jay. won it the first Jay, year. It's rapid Sorry. fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Going to oh. an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. No, that's, that's all right. good. <laughs> Do you prefer city life or country life? Country. Country, all day long. Uh, oh, here we go. This this one's definitely for Colin. Are yeah. you a boobs or a bum kind of guy? Um, Careful. No, definitely <laughs> bum. Yeah, I'd be a bum over careful. boobs. Careful. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, definitely bum. I've got more of that, so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Were you expecting that answer? Jane? No, I wasn't. <laughs> it gets a bit awkward when we do a, we do a female podcast and we have to ask that question and it's like, oh, actually that's not yeah. really <laughs> really uh, for you. Um, what's your favourite termite bait? Um, our go-to bait at the moment is um, Nemesis bait. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, who's your favourite manufacturer? Um, I'd have to say BASF. Bayer, FMC, and Sanju. <laughs> and they've all got a point. <laughs> a point each. <laughs> They're all good. They're you all... know what, though? I do love when Andy comes out. Um, you mean, do you know Andy Glenn? Oh, Andrew. Yep. Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Andrew. Yep. yeah I do love when Andrew comes out because he brings cakes. He brings cakes. Oh, there and you go. Yeah. Understanding him is um, it's another, is level. another level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because of his accent. But yeah. he brings yeah. cake. We, we have a laugh. We pay him out 
terribly, but he's really good. But he's all, the, a good guy. all the reps are really great. Yeah. They really support us, come out and jobs, do our training. It's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so we've said that, favourite sales rep. All right, do you prefer baiting or liquid soil treatments for termite prevention? Okay, that come, that depends on the property. We we do both. What good so, answer. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, do you prefer plugs or grout for drill holes? Uh, okay, so what we'll do, if we're going to grout, we'll plug and grout. We'll okay. knock them down about 5 mil and grout over the top. Yep. Uh, flow meter or stopwatch? Stopwatch. Uh, do you prefer inside or outside first when you're doing a general pest treatment? Uh, okay, I always start outside. Uh, roofoid first or last when inspecting? Um, last. Uh, you a backpack or a bulk tank kind of guy? Uh, we're bulk tank. Uh, clockwise or anti-clockwise when you're doing termite inspections? Do you think about that? Internally. Um, clockwise. In- internally. Yeah, internally. I'll, no, I'll, go, I'll be a clockwise. Mm, I'm clockwise. Yeah. Clockwise? Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Back to front. Uh, does that mean something? Does that mean something? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what does it mean? I oh, sit here I'm... every week and listen to you ask that question. And I... Why do you ask that question? Because there, there is more popular. Uh, anti-clockwise. So if you yes, okay. so you hold your donger if you're right-handed or left-handed. I'm right. Okay. So you hold your donger in your right hand, correct? Right. Yeah. Which is going to be closest to the wall, closest to the skirting board. You hold your torch in your left hand. So if you're walking forwards, your donger is closer to the wall. Your torch is at a right angle to the actual wall, and you're walking forward. Whereas if you're uh, right-handed and you're walking clockwise, you're actually tapping across your body and you're, hold, and you're holding your torch closer to the wall. Yeah. Mm. If you're facing forward. If you're yeah. facing forward. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's right. But, yeah, yeah. so I, yeah, interesting because I put my torch down the wall. Yes. Um, yep. And tap across my body, yeah. Mm. yeah. Try it. Yes. Try it. Try it the other way and see how it feels. It's funny, yeah. like, I – do with trainees and I get them and I get them to walk the opposite way and they end up walking backwards because they feel comfortable with the donger closest to the wall. Yeah, and they end, they end up walking backwards and I say, "Well, you don't want to be walking backwards because that's where you're going to trip yeah, over stuff." Mm. I'll let you know. Okay, yeah. cool. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't realise yep. they do it. Um, yeah. And they don't. They got to think about, "Hey, which way do I actually go?" I don't know. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, where are we up to? Uh, rapid or Y mark? Rapid. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer domestic or commercial work? Mm. You know what, I'd say commercial personally, but um, yeah, I like commercial. I like domestic because I like the cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you, Jodie. Post-construction or pre-construction termite work? I love pre-con. Yeah, okay, wow. Um, General pest work or termite work? Hmm. Oh, you'd have to be termite, wouldn't you? I like both. It's hard to say, but oh, yeah, I'd go termite. I'd do a, I'd do an install every day. Yeah. Okay, uh, Riga or B and G? Still. Oh, <laughs> we don't use either. Okay, uh, using it still for internals. Yeah, it's still okay. for internals. Yeah. Okay. Um, a hand sprayer or a knapsack sprayer? Uh hand sprayer. Okay. Five liter. Yep, little five liter. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you call it a donger or a tapper? Uh, Tapper. Uh, Garrard's Globe or AgServe? Um, AgServe, Globe and Garrard's. (laughs) (laughs) 
We so, love them all. Love them all. Playing it safe. Good answer. Okay. We're safe. We're safe people. All right. And the final question, uh, the question to see whether or not we can remain friends or not, do you call it, a, <laughs> do you call it an amphipod or a lawn prawn? Ah, land hopper. Oh. Um, yeah, we generally call them land hoppers, but they're lawn prawns. Oh, that's, that's, they're, that's, they're, that's actually really now good. Now you've upset Jay's day. That's really oh, no, disappointing. Because actually, call them land hoppers, I, I was warming to you. Well, I mean, look, look, definitely <laughs> land hoppers are better than lawn prawn because they're not a freaking prawn. Yeah, I don't call them a prawn. <laughs> no. But I know you'd probably want an amphipod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I've got, I've got a great little container and um, – because I've got samples of everything here because in our reception area, we've got like heaps of stuff that, you know, hands on lots of funnel webs. They're dead, obviously, but, yep. you know, lots of different spiders and termite damaged timbers and whatever. But I've got a great little container and it's got those little rose gold, you know, prawn-like yes. things in it. And everyone's just amazed by them. I go, check these out. They're like rose gold and everyone going, oh, wow, look at that, you know. So, yeah, I like samples and that's one of my better samples I've got. Yeah. Yeah, they do preserve well, actually. Um, yeah. Quite well. Yeah, so, no, they're good. Mm. Um, all right, guys, I've actually um, uh, really Literally enjoyed this episode. You've really – there's some really um, – It's been spot- one of my favourite ones, actually, because yeah. um, just, you guys just do things so differently, which Yeah, some I of the love. stuff you're doing is just really, really, really inspiring. Um, and, <laughs> oh, you know, and obviously the proof is in the pudding. You know, you guys have got 30, uh, 30 employees now and um, you're just getting bigger and bigger and um, – yeah, it's, yeah, been it's a great. journey. Yeah. It's, it's a journey, that's for sure. Oh, it mm. definitely is. Um, and we're still married, so that's good. So. <laughs> that, that is a good sign. What I have what I've noticed is we're, we're kind of the opposite. I think Colin and I are more alike, and um, <laughs> you, Jody, and Jay are a bit yeah. more alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, the de- I'm the details person. I'm the Colin's big picture. the big picture for mm. sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm more Colin. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need both of that. Like you need you need that combination. That harmony, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah I get definitely. from you guys, um, it's a bit like Jay and I, we actually work better together as a team than we do apart, to be quite honest. Um, when um, when we're sort of working on our own, it just doesn't feel right if one of us is not mm. around. But yeah. we do work yeah. better as we, we work better as a team. We get we yeah. get more yeah. stuff done. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Um, well if the business wouldn't be where the business is at without Jody. Or probably without me. Yeah. So it's yeah. A huge, yeah, a huge team yeah. effort, you know. Yeah. And even with the kids, we do everything together. We work together. We <laughs> go away together. We just do everything together, mm. don't we? So, mm. and we haven't killed each other yet. So that's a good thing. That's a good sign. <laughs> that's a great sign. <laughs> it's, it's always a good day. Uh, any well, thanks, quote, any thanks quote? for talking to us. No, that's right. That wasn't so painful, was it? No, not at all. It's it just a conversation. Enjoyable. Yeah, we'll look forward to catching up with you at the um, conference. Oh, that would be June. awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that'll be good. Is so, Eliza going? Um, yeah, Eliza yeah. and James are both coming. Oh, great. Yeah, now, because um, our daughter Alara's coming. I think um, they'll get on quite well, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Because they're around that's about good. the same age, so. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to keep up with the cocktails. With them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll do my best. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, and Nikki oh. Dowling, thank you very much once thank again. Thank you. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed this one. Yeah, that's Thanks, good. Guys. Unless yeah, it wasn't my lunch time this time, which is good. <laughs> uh, and, and listeners, um, I hope you got something out of this one. Uh, I know I did. Um, but we'll catch you guys on another episode of Pesty Profiles.
Hey, guys, we're still recording. You know that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Colin said Sorry, something. I was just looking at something and I, I meant, commented. Yeah, commented on something. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm giving uh, him the death sorry. stare, the death stare. You might have to dub that bit of music. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all, it's all good, all good. We, no, that's I'm just looking at something in the in the boardroom, I'm going, oh, no. It, make, it makes what? it real. Yeah. It makes it real. Yeah. 